what's going on? I'm just waiting for everybody to jump on, just finishing this pot of coffee finally. Cool, cool. How was your week? Can't complain. Uh, pretty chill. Uh, looks like we got Aaron on. Hey, what's up, guys? How's it going, man? Pretty good. Aaron, how are you? Aaron. Hey, what's up, DJ? Nothing much, man. Chilling, chilling. Nice. Just waiting on Brother T and True. And then we can get started. You watching that uh, Dallas game? I sure am. Hey, guys. How's it going? Good, good. How about yourself? Hey, what's up, man? I'm gonna say, hey, how's it going? I'm doing good. Yeah, I was just talking to DJ about this Dallas game. Let's say, yeah, I was watching. I had to, I had to shut it off. Dallas <laughs> was out here playing. Well, if we saw from the beginning, they were uh, key, key, key in and getting hyped in the first quarter, and. Yeah. As soon as they pulled Luca, you saw what that team turns into. So. Mm-hmm. A young, <laughs> young and dumb. Well, yeah, they need they need a second piece because Porzingis ain't, he ain't cutting it. <laughs> All right, so it looks like we got everybody connected. Uh, there, brother T. Yeah, I'm here. What's going on, everybody? Hey. Hey. What's going on, nephews? Our How you doing? Guest. Good, good. Our special guest nephew tonight. Another one. <laughs> <laughs> I know everybody's like, how many nephews does this guy have? <laughs> <laughs> and how many of it is, is he, uh, are these guys? So, you know, if you run up in somebody's house, you go have a hell of a time because it's a lot of us. <laughs> oh, um, kind of welcome everybody to another episode of the Time for Some Action podcast. As you heard, Brother T, uh, we got a special guest in the building. We got uh, my brother uh, Aaron jumping on uh, this week here with us alongside DJ and, and True. So, let's go ahead and get started. Let's do it. All right. So, I know uh, we got Aaron on. Did you, is there something that we want to kind of hit uh, hit off with uh, you from Jump? Aaron, anybody got anything they want to bring up before we get to the main part of the show today? Um, just the background. You know, just uh, let everybody know, you know, what you do. Um, you know what you're on this pot on this episode for all that good stuff all right me yeah yep all right all right yeah uh, I'm Aaron <laughs> uh, and uh, I'm a runner uh, yeah I run professionally uh, all over the world and uh, I am here to talk about uh, black men traveling around the world. Cool. That's what's up. Uh, if, if 
and trust me, my wife has got in her head that she wants to travel all around the world as we get older. So this is something that I'll definitely listen to just because of a couple places that she's already got uh, in pen on the map. I know that I'm going to want to take notes on. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's definitely not as complicated as you think. (laughs) It's, uh, um, let's try to get rid of uh, some of those fears that a lot of us have or had. Okay, cool. So, if I know the first place she wants to ask from jump always is France. She she's got. If you come to the house, you'll see many pictures of Paris and just France in general. And she is adamant on. Uh, going there at least once uh, when we retire. So, uh, what's the what's the story with this place? Is it uh, worth checking out? What are some of the do's and don'ts uh, if you do go there? That whole thing. Oh, you know, France. France is a great place. You know, uh, um, France uh, is just like any other place. You uh, when you travel. You want to be respectful of their lands. You want to be respectful of their language, of their culture, and everything. Um, some places are a little harder to, uh, <laughs> uh, not so much harder, but uh, they they're sticklers about people coming to their country and 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 um, and respecting their language. France is one of them. You want to go there, and you want to you want to learn basic basic phrases just like anywhere else but if they'll respect you if you go in and you you speak French right away or you're, if they want to hear you at least try you don't have to be the best at it just try and you know uh, the United States kind of cripples ourselves because we don't learn multiple languages whereas the rest of the country or rest of the world I should say um they know English. Everyone knows English. Everywhere I've gone, English is is spoken. But they want to hear you at least try their language. You're coming into their country. It's respectful to learn their language. And France is one place that will let you slide. <laughs> if, you, if, you, uh, if you go in as an arrogant American, you're not... That's not going to fly with them. <laughs> so, um, France, it's beautiful though. It's beautiful. Uh, it's it's um, a lot a lot of great culture over there. There's also there's a, a lot of black people. <laughs> a lot of black people around the world speak French. I think if we go back in our our history of our family, there's French in there. <laughs> like our family's from Louisiana, so <laughs> so um, like. There's plenty of things to see. There's plenty of things to do. There's plenty of culture and, and stuff to see around there. Plenty of um, just different places around there that's so different. Like you go to Paris. Paris is is kind of uh, not even like tops there in France. You talk to anyone from France and they're not from Paris. They're like, uh, yeah, yeah. Paris is kind of it's it's <laughs> like they it's bougie people don't like <laughs> don't associate us with Paris like like France is different from from Paris <laughs> um uh, but uh 
it's definitely oh. a great place to go see. Huge city, lots city of lights, um, great food, everything. Um, there's different parts of France too, south of France. You get the nice beaches and, and stuff, and and um, a lot of people, a lot of black people, get scared with um, with traveling. Uh, the world is is so different from what we what we think what we see on on tv black people are respected around the world um of course we have a bad image with uh just what goes around in the media and stuff like that that's all they see but that's just what they see from black americans so you want to go over there and you want to like break that stereotype like that's what you see on the media is not what black people are <laughs> so, so um yeah yeah aaron really Definitely really quick going. question um yeah. how like do you think that google translate can be used in a place like france you know oh yeah tra- okay okay yeah yeah i use it everywhere <laughs> okay. yeah, uh, yeah yeah it's it's not even it's not even that difficult as you go through, they even got uh, uh, things where you can um, put your camera on a menu that's all in like a different language, and you can read the menu from your camera oh, wow. in English. Yeah. So, so um, like I said, when the waiter comes by, at least try to pronounce things in their language. But uh, you can definitely go through, put on that translate thing on your phone, and just read the menu through through that <laughs> I, uh, there's plenty of ways you can get around it's 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 definitely easy got you so so my two years of french in high school that'll be beneficial finally then huh oh yeah <laughs> for sure they just a basic understanding of it like hello and <laughs> bathroom <laughs> is <Yeah>. a good <laughs> one <laughs> um uh, I don't yeah. know, taxi, all that, all that stuff. Just basic, could, basic conversational stuff. Yeah. You're, you're good to go. Yeah, that stuff I still have down. Like I can order like basic foods and hold like a conversation for maybe two minutes, and then after once it starts to get involved, it's like, uh oh, that's trouble. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so yeah, do your best, <laughs> and they will, they will switch it over. And and they will uh, a lot of countries speak multiple languages too. So like if like I was in uh, Switzerland one time and I uh, didn't they they spoke English of course there, but I was walking by an Italian restaurant and uh, I was looking for directions and they spoke Italian and I I I kind of got a little bit of it, but they heard me try so they're like oh we speak spanish too and so they switched to spanish and i understood what they were saying of course it was it was european spanish but and there was a little bit things that a little bit of uh like of difference but you get the gist yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah exactly and like i was able to like navigate my way through that so that's cool that's pretty cool uh, I got a question for you. Um, 
is kind of a, I guess would be more of a two-parter. Uh, the first thing is what made you want to start traveling? Uh, and what was your first place that you traveled to? And where is your favorite place that you traveled to? Okay. And, and I guess this is more of a three-parter. <laughs> <laughs> uh, um, what, what are some of the common misconceptions? No, actually, I take that back. What would you recommend? Staying in hotels or staying in Airbnbs? Okay. Um, what made me start traveling, uh, as you guys all know, I have a very diverse group of friends. And, um, and having that, going through college and stuff like seeing the the experiences that they've had traveling and, and being all over the world made me want to go and uh, it just so happened that um, I had friends who were working abroad in London and uh, they were going to do a small European tour that started in Germany um, Munich for Oktoberfest and then um, traveled through Amsterdam and Paris and, and then finally back down in the UK and I just said hey you know why not <laughs> I, uh, I booked my flight and uh, so um, booked my flight to Germany that was the first place I went <laughs> um, I didn't know what I was doing I flew out there by myself <laughs> and I, I was nervous but I got there got there to Germany and um, <laughs> I had all the directions and everything to meet up with my friends in the in the hotel out there and um, realized oh you know what my <laughs> my Wi-Fi my connection on my phone doesn't work in another country it was my first time going anywhere besides Tijuana <laughs> and I, yeah, I've actually I, I went to Canada before that, but just like the North America, I almost depending on where you go, don't count that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> but uh, I went to um, went to Germany, and and uh, I was like, oh no, my phone doesn't work. I don't have directions to where I'm supposed to go. I, I'm lost. I want to go home. I'm scared. Like I want to go home. <laughs> and like, <laughs> and I was there by myself, standing around the airport for an hour, just trying to figure out what I was gonna do. Like trying, to, I was like, am I gonna have to go look for the American embassy or something and go back? <laughs> but uh, after that 13-hour flight, <laughs> but uh, I said, you know what? Let me figure it out. Calm down. It's 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 nothing to it. So I went. Uh, went downstairs, found the trains, and like looked at a map. And I was like, okay, this is basically just like being in the U.S. <laughs> like just look at the map, figure out where you need to go. Um, I didn't know exactly the directions to the hotel, but I knew eventually my friends would be at the Oktoberfest October tents in Munich. So I got on the train. I listened. I <laughs> listened for um, some American accents, and I found these two British girls and asked them like what direction I needed to go and they showed me got my ticket got on the train and lucky luck lucky enough for me I ran to a group of Americans who were going to the tents so got on the train 
I was on the train for about 45 minutes leaving the airport. And then I was like, you know what? I know the hotel is somewhere before the city. So I got off in the middle of like nowhere. <laughs> I was like, all right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find my bearings here. I'm going to look for a map. <laughs> when I was walking through, um, it was like this wooded area just off it was train tracks and woods <laughs> <laughs> and i was like oh man i really messed up so i i walk and i get to a staircase so i walk up to the staircase and i see my buddy alan looking at a map and he's like what are you doing where have you been <laughs> i was like I, I and i got i just by the grace of god i got off at the right stop where the hotel was wow and my buddy was looking at the train schedule like where is this guy at like he's not answering his phone, <laughs> so so um, so yeah, that was my first traveling experience. Um, Germany was the first place I went. Ended up like figuring things out, had a good time. Um, as far as my favorite place, before you go on to the next part, I just want to comment on what you said, and I think that you know a big reason of why people don't travel. Mm-hmm. is because of what you just said right there of having that fear of you know not not knowing how to navigate yeah exactly and you know it's just like anywhere here in the united states you go i panicked i i got there and i was like i'm in this foreign country 13 hours away from home like i i like a 13 hour flight away from home and like I'm here by myself and I don't know what to do <laughs> and I calmed myself down and and I literally just looked at a map <laughs> and and saw where I was supposed to go and went and like I even freaked out that I was like all right this five dollar um euro <laughs> is I I wonder what that that is gonna be like is that five dollars American <laughs> or <laughs> I'm like okay a five is a five <laughs> if there's a five on the dollar bill that's how much it's gonna be <laughs> so um so yeah it was like you just gotta get gotta get out of your head about traveling and and and, and uh seeing different things and and stuff it's it's pretty much all the same <laughs> like, like you go it's you just yeah <laughs> um and uh as far as my favorite place i i've got so many different places that um that i've been that like kind of almost tie at the top but um i would have to say lisbon portugal is my favorite place to travel to that's where another nephew wants to move. Yeah, it's and why do you like Portugal so much? Portugal, it's uh, it's tropical. I like a warmer climate. Uh-huh. <laughs> so, uh, Portugal's got some really nice beaches, um, great food, great people, uh, cultures really nice um like it's comparable to san diego mm. <laughs> almost um just i don't know uh i i've run i've run a marathon over there 
Um, there's a small beach city about 45 minutes outside of uh, um, Ports or Lisbon, and uh, it's just it's almost the place almost looks fake. <laughs> like you're walking around <laughs> and you're just like this, like it looks like someone drew this up. <laughs> like, like it's it's just uh, so relaxing and and it's not as like busy not you know have that like hustle and bustle mm-hmm. of like huge huge cities like LA or New York um, it's big enough <laughs> but um, yeah that's and what would that you say it costs for you to travel to uh, Portugal it depends on where you're going coming so from if you were to if you were to book a trip next week you <laughs> book know a trip. you were to you know yeah, you were to do rest- and you were to do you know exactly everything that you wanted to do how much would that trip cost it depends it really depends on time like when you're yeah. gonna go uh time and and what time of day you want to leave what you want to do um if you like, were to book the trip if i was to book the trip my yeah. you know my trips I never spend more than like I can't say I've spent more than than eleven, twelve hundred dollars on a flight. <laughs> um and that's going just back and forth from like a European country. Um I would say like, are you talking like food, hotel, everything? The whole nine. The whole nine. I would say you'd be you would be pretty comfortable. I'm see, I'm a minimalist though. I don't need to go all fancy or all out or anything like that. Like I could probably get like my normal like two, three week European vacation for under three grand. No way. Yeah, and that's <laughs> Yeah, no that's way. yeah, that's flights in inside the continent of Europe and food and hotels and everything like that. Yeah, like that's it's massive. yeah, it's it's really it's, it really depends on when you book. I think my last uh, last time going over to Europe, I might have paid uh, I might have might have paid probably seven eight hundred for my flight. <laughs> like. Uh, and wow. I went to I went to Austria. I went to Germany twice, <laughs> and uh, London. Like, and once you get into Europe, those little hopper flights to different countries is essentially just like, oh, I'm going to California, to Arizona, or California, to Vegas, and so, so it's yeah, yeah, so it's, it's not even forty five minutes. Yeah, it's not anything crazy. Uh, depending on the dollar, also once you get over there, um, like if the dollar's strong, then you could get away with paying um, cheaper amounts for like food and and hotel. Um, I have had a lot of success with staying at Airbnbs. I'd much rather stay at Air- Airbnbs because it's got more of a homey feel than the hotel. Like you kind of settle in like you've got your washer, your dryer, your kitchen and stuff. So you don't have to eat all out all the time. Mm, Um, Yeah. I like that, that 
feeling of uh, having that rather than like staying in a hotel and going up and down elevators with a whole bunch of people in your business and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I will stay in a hotel. That doesn't bother me. I have like I normally mix it up in between if it's easier then I'll stay in the hotel. Um, it really just depends on convenience. If it's convenient for you to stay in an Airbnb or a hotel, and, um, don't go out, out of your way looking for something that's not convenient. Um, also, when you're, when you're traveling, um, some countries have, have a cheaper, like it's cheaper to fly into some other countries and then take a hopper to wherever you're going to go. Because, like, if you're flying into London Heathrow, it's going to be way more expensive than you flying into Brussels. So, <laughs> so you got you to see where, um, to see what's, uh, what airport is cheaper to fly into. And then once you get over there, the rail systems are something you wouldn't even believe. <laughs> like, oh, like, you just get on the train and go anywhere. We anywhere <laughs> so yeah that's something where that we don't we don't even have like like you get on um i i took trains the very first time i uh went to europe i took trains everywhere like i didn't even fly now i fly more for um to get more in to the few weeks but uh if you got like a couple days to see countryside and stuff it's it's worth taking the train yeah, I think that's something you just got would have to experience at least once. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'm gonna say, uh, what's a place that you want to go to that you haven't been to yet? I haven't been to. I want to start exploring Asian countries. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I definitely want to go to um, to Tokyo, and I want to see Bali. Um, I want to go to Vietnam. Tag, hold on, tag me in on the Bali trip. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, um, and then on top of that, I have a lot of friends in Australia, Sydney, and stuff, and and I also want to go see New Zealand. So that part of the world, that's as soon as I, as soon as things get back to normal, that's when I will start looking at that and planning trips over there. Say I hear good things about Australia. Really good things about yeah. Australia. Yeah. So I, I've had a couple, couple uh, my boys go to Australia and they loved it. Yeah. So uh, where is expensive? Go, <laughs> I was going to actually think. Um, uh, so this wouldn't really be for uh, us married guys. But for a single young man like you yourself, uh, how is you know the nightlife and and uh, you know the the social scene? I would say. Oh, it's great. Depending on where you go, <laughs> like Amsterdam is crazy fun. <laughs> it's it's just um, um, it's. A whole lot of fun and and uh one thing about european countries they know the people know how to like control themselves <laughs> like americans a lot of americans go overboard with alcohol and mm-hmm. stuff like that like these 
people have been drinking and stuff since they were 16 years old (laughs) even earlier yeah and they and they like they don't go out to be belligerent and stuff they yeah and and uh it's it's fun going out with people that can control themselves and and have a good time um one thing about uh germany oktoberfest is like there's thousands and thousands and thousands of people just drinking beer like just like crazy and you don't see fights you don't see arguments yeah, you just meet a whole bunch of friends and stuff like i've gone off and just i've got so many friends that i know now that i still talk to to this day that i met just randomly in germany drinking a beer uh and i was away from my friends and stuff and and we just made friends and now i still talk talk to them i see them in germany sometimes when i go back and this was back when i i my first trip was 2012 2013 <laughs> like it was, it's just one big like love fest everyone's just so cool like everyone's singing and and like it's just a good time it's something like you have to experience you go and it's one big carnival <laughs> you just jump from tent to tent trying to get in and and uh you just have a blast <laughs> that's uh, what i i actually heard from quite a few people uh one of my uh friends at work one of my co-workers Mm-hmm. stationed in Germany he's in the army uh and he's a he's a Mexican guy and he said man they love brothers in Germany they, they do love brothers <laughs> they in do Germany. also um uh the Czech Republic I was walking through a um like a was a farmer's market or something in the Czech Republic and these Spanish women came up and they were like you're so handsome. Can we take you take pictures with you? <laughs> so, <laughs> and my friends were like cracking up. I was like, sure. <laughs> so, so yeah, they uh, yeah um, they love black people around the world. <laughs> Believe me, <laughs> like, there's nothing to be scared of going over there because because it's it's definitely different from what we what we see and the media and 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 stuff so uh yeah definitely don't don't uh don't be scared to travel (laughs) it's a good time yeah the uh the main reason why we wanted you to come on talk about traveling is for that reason uh exactly is that uh you know there's such a misconception about uh brothers traveling because it's kind of hidden really large right now about brothers uh leaving the country you know a lot of brothers going to dominican republic yeah uh, brazil uh uh you know in the latin american countries mm-hmm. and kind of a uh you know a negative misconception like all brothers travel to go and uh you know to go and mess with a bunch of women and and stuff like that and I and I was like no uh, I have a nephew that's been traveling 
at least for the last 10 years, I know. <laughs> and he, I never have seen him post. And I mean, of course, he has young ladies in his in his photographs and stuff, but it's nothing like him going out there just, you know, just hitting up the red light district and uh, <laughs> out there trying to trying to uh, uh, be tricking, essentially. So, yeah, uh, yeah I, that's why I definitely I wanted you on here to be able to open up, uh, open up, you know, uh, some of our listeners world, you know, cause, yeah. uh, I have my passport also. And for those that don't know, only 2% of, uh, black Americans have their passport. Oh, wow. Yeah. So yeah. it, it's a, uh, it's definitely something that we should really all try and do just for the fact of, you know, if, if, if things got too raw, at least you got an outlet in order to uh, be able to move around the country. Yeah. Like with that, like, you know, if you're trash in the United States, you're going to be trash in other places. Like if you're a good person, like, and you trust someone and they're a good person, they're not going out there for any of that. <laughs> like, like, and you got to choose, like if you're with someone and you believe they're going to go out there and, and and cheat on you and be with a whole bunch of women you probably shouldn't be with that person in the first place <laughs> so um it's it's not like just some crazy playground and stuff like that like like a lot of people go and travel just to see the world and see different things and and stuff like that and and that's not limited to black people black people want to see the world and stuff like that they're just not, they're not traveling the world to go wild <laughs> they can do that here <laughs> easier yeah. actually so <laughs> so uh, and my whole thing anyway is like who cares yeah. these people are grown grown people anyway if they want to go and 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 whoop it up to the day is long that's they that's they that's, business that's but, their problem and if you don't yeah. like it you probably shouldn't be with them or around them yeah exactly <laughs> so um, where's um where's a place that you are not interested in traveling to and why um are you open to to anything? I'm open pretty much anywhere uh one place that I'm truly scared to go to, but I want to go eventually. Is uh, somewhere in the Middle East, mm, like Dubai, I, or is that? I, uh, no, Dubai's uh, more like Vegas. Yeah, it's like in Africa. I, I would go to Dubai for sure. Like with drop of a hat. Um, I'm talking more like Iran, Iraq, mm. Afghanistan. Like you might not go those back. Are, yeah, those are. <laughs> Edoc. Beautiful places, but like, I don't know, that's too much going on over yeah. there. <laughs> you might be in the war, man. Yeah. They might, <laughs> yeah, they might recruit so. you to the army while you out there. <laughs> yeah. Um, But uh, yeah, I don't think there's anywhere in the country that, or in the world that I wouldn't want to see. Um, like, there's places that I've gone that I'm not interested in. <laughs> like yeah. I would never go back to. <laughs> One of them's Portland. 
I've been in Portland a couple of times and yeah, I Portland's just don't <laughs> just have zero desire to go there. <laughs> like I'm sure it's some people's like like place, but it's just that's that's one city in the United States that I just I've gone and I just can't get on. What, <laughs> heard you off about Portland. Port, it's you know I I'm not a big um, hipster type. Oh, like I don't like like <laughs> like they're uh, it's just kind of. I don't know, kind of grimy. <laughs> like huge, like, yeah, like huge just, downtown LA. <laughs> yeah, I, I I can say that. Yeah, downtown LA, except for dark and gray and raining. And like, uh, and, yeah, and they have uh, rainy and all their food is my the first thing that stopped me or that that uh, turned me off from Portland or were. The food trucks. I went to a food truck right when uh, I got there with my friends, and there was like literally like all uh, not. I can't even say a strand of hair, a lock what? of hair <laughs> in my food. Ugh. So, oh, no. And so they're like, "Oh, we'll replace your food." I was like, "Oh, I don't even want it." So I was waiting there while my friends, for whatever reason, finished their food, and a rat ran across. Oh, like under the table. Yeah. Like, it really I, is you know, downtown, a uh, huge downtown LA. Yeah, so I just, yeah, Portland. <laughs> no, but one place that I do recommend that's up up in the Pacific Northwest area in Canada is Vancouver. Vancouver is the cleanest, like nicest city I've been to in Canada. It's so nice over there. It's uh, it's just beautiful. Like you know, like literally, there's like like it's funny because you would think that the United States would have this bird flying around, but there's like bald eagles, just like like they've got like seagulls. <laughs> like here in San Diego, they've got bald eagles. <laughs> you know like, me and birds. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> I don't know if that's the best place for me to go. <laughs> but uh yeah, it's I Vancouver is so nice. Um uh, um definitely recommend that. Aaron, have you ever been to Egypt? No, never been to Egypt. Uh the only place I've been to in Africa is Morocco. Mm, how and was that? Morocco was was uh pretty cool. The food's really good there. Like really good. I didn't. I we did a day trip, so we flew out from um, like a day and a half trip. We flew out from uh, Portugal just to see it. Hmm. This was back in uh, maybe twenty fourteen or fifteen, and uh, flew out there and and uh, and hung out in Morocco for a little bit. Uh, Pretty cool. Definitely reminded me of like. I don't know, like an Indiana Jones set. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was pretty cool. People were nice there and stuff. So um, it's uh, funny. Also, when you travel to uh, the different types of uh, of black people that you get, right? Because down in uh, that Portugal, Spain area, even in London. 
uh, a lot of people are darker skinned. So when you go down there and you're like, my skin tone, they didn't know where I was from. Yeah. <laughs> so, so they're like, like, like our black people are darker skin from Africa and stuff. And they're like, where, where did you come from? <laughs> like, they were, they were, do we speak to you in Portuguese or what? The Moors were down there. The Moors mm-hmm. were all through Portugal and Spain. Yeah. In any, did you get to see any of the Moorish castles? Uh, no, I did not. <laughs> oh, okay. Um, yeah, because I know that's what I I would like to see is uh uh because the Moors were heavily heavily influenced uh, through there through Spain and Portugal and stuff. Nice. I, I never got a chance to go to Spain, and um, but uh. Um, Portugal, Portugal. I pretty much stayed around Lisbon, so I would see some of the Castillos around there. But uh, um, as as far as uh, like traveling out towards the um, was that the eastern Spanish border? No, I never made my way over that way. Really? Um, but. Uh, yeah, I definitely. That's that's another one on my list. I can't believe I haven't been to. I've been almost everywhere in Europe, and I haven't been to Spain yet. <laughs> mm, no way. Uh, yeah, I haven't been to Spain. Um, there's a few small countries around there that I've literally been to. Uh, one of the smallest countries in the world, uh, Liechtenstein. <laughs> Went there. Um, for a day and and uh, that like a that sounds like an Indiana Jones city. Yeah, <laughs> made up yeah. city. Yeah, Super <laughs> tiny, like literally out and like in and out in like a few hours. Saw the whole, saw the whole country. <laughs> See, and that's what's crazy about uh, yeah. Europe is the fact that there's so many different individual countries over there, oh, and yeah. the matter of it being, you know, yeah, Europe is huge, but. So is the United States. Like that would be crazy if all the states were their own country. Yeah, yeah. Um, just, yeah, that would be a lot to wrap your head around. Yeah, if you're not used. Just to Just think, you think that the United States is big, but the United States fits in Africa three times. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, and let's. And you think all the different languages and everything that you go through, and it's crazy how, like, we we're just so stuck on English, and like, there's so much how, out there. How like it would benefit us so much to speak other languages, especially Spanish. <laughs> I'm like, come on, <laughs> like we should at least know Spanish. We should be taught Spanish, yeah, at a fluent level, in like growing up in elementary school and stuff like that. Yeah, so very true. So yeah, it's it's wild, but uh yeah, um I it's cool like going around and and like learning other people's cultures and what they do and stuff <laughs> and like like being in London and having uh having high tea and all that. <laughs> like, yeah, it, it's um it's where cool. was the um 
where did you travel where you had the best food that you would rank like rank your top three okay top three Venice Italy was um, as far as pasta oh man everything was good there <laughs> seafood <laughs> um Cro- what's it Croatia yeah I was in Pula Croatia and they had really good food there um and what was it <laughs> Uh, they had a lot of seafood. Um, seafood's my favorite. I get real uh, adventurous <laughs> with seafood. I had a squid ink pasta there oh, wow. that was mm. that was crazy good. Um, squid ink pasta. Yeah, this black. <laughs> it was so good. <laughs> um, and then you know. Um, What's another place? Um, I would. I'm gonna go with um, with Mexican food from uh, from down in like the Yucatan. That that was really good food down there, and I would kind of tie it with. uh, I just went to Puerto Rico and Cuban food. (laughs) They have so many Cuban food places out there. And it's ridiculously good, <laughs> like wow. crazy good. So, um, uh, yeah, I'd have to put those as my like top three. Okay, okay. Yeah. So, um, just uh, you know, of course, I don't want to put a bow on it, but I know you have to work. So, <laughs> um, what would? be the main thing that you would recommend for a first time traveler any places you would recommend to go first to kind of get your feet wet and um, what is the first things you want to watch out for when you go out to travel for the first time okay um, I would definitely say English a primary primarily English-speaking country. Go to the UK or um, like out there in Ireland or something. Um, Go out there and uh, that's an easy transition. You're already speaking the language and stuff. You don't have to worry about um, like figuring out translations and stuff like that. But there's also places where you could go in that country that French restaurants and and Indian restaurants and stuff where you can get a little bit of um, that like culture to um, that I would say that's the easiest way to go like right away Um, honestly I would I just say dive in there go somewhere crazy (laughs) and be scared and get get it over with (laughs) and like realize that it's not not as crazy as you think, <laughs> no. But um, if you're looking to ease into it, uh, English-speaking country would be best. Um, as far as like looking out for things, I don't think you really, um, you don't really have to look out um, when you're traveling in, a, in any other country. It's just the same, same thing as as here. If you're not going, you go where you're supposed to go. Like, you just don't go like, oh, I want to go 
here and I want to go to the hood over in, in like Germany or something like that. <laughs> like, like, don't go there. <laughs> like if it, if it says don't go to this place, do your research and stuff on where places to go and where tourists should go and where it's safe and stuff like that. Make sure you do your homework on the country. Like stay where you're supposed to stay because bad things happen to you when you don't. And that's the same thing here. <laughs> if you're if you are somewhere where you don't got any business being and something happens to you, then it is what it is. So so um or like being out when you're not supposed to be out and all this stuff, hanging out with shady people, don't don't do any of that. <laughs> um um one thing that you have to watch out for in like different places or like I don't know like France has gypsies <laughs> like they have gypsies and they will literally they will distract you with something and they will attack you and pick your pockets and stuff like that so so like yeah do your research on places and and uh and figure out like the, all the bad and figure out the good and, and, and stuff so you basically want you don't want to get like too crazy with thinking oh I'm in such a foreign land and I, I've got to do things like way off from what I would normally do in my life no it's just basically here just with a different language <laughs> so, so um, yeah that's pretty much it cool that's awesome you know i've always admired you brother for uh being uh, being able to get up and be willing to do that and uh just just dive in there and go experience other countries and the older the older i've got and uh you know i've traveled to a couple places in mexico and not just the you know touristy spots in mexico uh um and I, I felt the same way, you know, when you get in, the, in getting somebody else's culture, uh, it just uh, opens your eyes to how big and diverse the world is. And so uh, uh, you you ex- inspired me to uh, to want to get out there and explore different cultures. Of course, you know, I, w- I would love to go to Africa and uh, I want to go to Mecca and you know, uh, a couple other places that are on my bucket list, but I, I want to, I got my passport a couple years ago and I got my children's passport. So I'm already trying to open their mind to that. So that's uh, great. Thank you for that. (laughs) For sure. Yeah. They, um, that's, that's, that's great. And, And I think one of the biggest problems in the world is that we don't open our eyes to the rest of the world we don't see each other's cultures and 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 uh we stay in our own little box and our own little areas and stuff and we don't like we don't see that there's so much more to our little neighborhood and stuff so so um it's definitely great get those kids out when they're young go see things and and stuff and and uh it'll change their life (laughs) believe me like the way they see things and the way they view the world will completely change once you actually get out there and see it so 
Sorry. Uh, now, Z, you still on, brother? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, you okay. guys were asking all the questions, so I was like, do you? <laughs> no, go ahead. I, uh, I, I've, I've a- asked all um, that I was going to ask. So, you know, like I said, I, uh, you know, I, I, I thank, I thank my nephew for, for him and um, imparting his knowledge and wisdom on this uh, um, particular topic. Uh, so thank you very much. Like I said, oh, definitely, definitely appreciate you having uh, having you on, and definitely look forward to having you on in the future too. If, if, yeah. if, if definitely time permits, too. No, but I just want to be respectful of your time. Like I said, uh, we were talking earlier. I know got to go to work. <laughs> yeah, unfortunately. And I'd rather be doing this. You gotta fund the <laughs> next trip. Yeah. <laughs> All right. You gotta fund it. Yeah, this brother been going to bed at seven thirty since we was about uh six or seven years old. <laughs> <laughs> he still goes to bed at seven thirty, so he's like three hours past his time. Yeah. Oh yeah. So like, <laughs> like my uh like my co host said we were- <laughs> Thank you. Oh yeah, for sure. Anytime. All right, man. We'll, we'll, right, we'll yeah, catch you later. Care. All right. All right. Good night. Good night. You too. So, anybody got anything else they want to hit upon? Hey, here next. Uh, we can hit the uh, NBA games really quick. Um, and then I know we're approaching about an hour, so I think that that should that should be great. Let's talk about these NBA games really quick. Well, oh, um, notwithstanding, well, I was surprised to see Boston came back and and beat Brooklyn today. And Tatum putting fifty on them, man. That's what it's gonna have to take. Yeah, yeah. It's actually endo. I just watched those highlights right before we got on. Yeah, and he was some man. It wasn't like he was really had. He was easy shots. He was cooking people on step back, step backs over KD. And KD, as we know, is about seven, six, ten, seven foot. With that long wingspan, he was just—he was just money in the bank tonight. It wasn't like Brooklyn played a bad game. It was just that uh, JT was on fire tonight. Yeah, he definitely went crazy. Got fifty on him. <laughs> Come on, bro, like that. Oh, uh, and and it was a cold fifty too. Yeah, it was, it was tough. Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then, uh, and then the squad yesterday, it looked like these last two games, they are finally starting to get their playoff legs under them. Uh, I just wanted to keep that, keep that momentum pushing on till Sunday and go ahead and, uh, and, and put this series to bed as quickly as possible. Uh, because, you know, you don't want to give, you could see that. 
they were kind of getting frustrated last night and you don't want to give these guys any any daylight that uh, that is unnecessary. So Sunday, I don't want to see a lot. Uh, I expect Braun to have these guys' heads ready. And, 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 you know, Braun is who he is. Right now, he's going to give you essentially like 20, between 20 and 25, between seven to 10 rebounds and between six to 10 assists. It's really AD. When AD decides to be the man, then it's game over for the rest of the league. As you've seen game one, very mediocre, 13 or 15 and five, I think he had. And, uh, you know, of course, they took the game one L. Just like me and, uh, me and well, actually, Brother Niles even this, and I agreed with that they were, we felt that they were going to have a, a bull jive game and they were going to come out and uh, solidify their, uh, their dominance. And these last two games, AD has just absolutely uh, showed that he is the, the best player in the series so far. And you see that it's been uh, two back to back Laker victories. So uh, I think AD is the key. When he decides that he wants to be uh, the, the alpha dog, then uh, it's, it's really a wrap for, you know, somebody especially uh phoenix you know they really deandre aiden's uh is uh, really had a, actually a really good series but he's no match for ad right now yep that's why kuz gotta stop shooting the ball nah kuz had a great yeah. game last game yeah like yeah. his shooting has been off but he's been playing good d and rebound oh yeah oh yeah 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 last game one for 11. Mm. Hey, keep shooting. As long as he's as long as he's aggressive. And our guys got to stay healthy too, man. Uh, KCP and Schroeder. And AD flopping all over the floor. That dude. Every time he hit the floor and got up last night, he was limping. I'm like, man, I'm going to have a heart attack. <laughs> man, man. Uh, man. What did your grandpa always used to tell uh, Niles E? Stay your behind off the floor, brother, before you get hurt. Yeah. You get hurt yeah. on the floor, somebody step on you. That's what I think yeah. about every time I see AD fall. Well, I mean, with, with him, like, that's the one thing that. And uh, open my eyes with him was when he had looked like he had done something to that knee. That yeah, yeah, that, yeah. that had me like, uh oh. So as long as nothing simple too. Yeah. As soon as somebody grabbed the back of that knee, that's the scariest sight to see somebody grab the back of that knee, and that's exactly what he did, just with a little awkward step. Mm-hmm. And, and I got I gotta say this I, I like Chris Paul but uh, seeing some of the foolishness that he pulled uh, yesterday like late in game where the um, the foul on Kuzma but if you actually look at it and see that 
he tripped Kuz when Kuz went to the ground. It's like if people say, oh, vet move. Granted, vet move, but dirty vet move. It's stuff like that where it's like, all right, I, I ain't got any sympathy for your shoulder now, brother. You got to be pulling cheap stuff like that out on the, uh, on the court. Play straight up. Yeah, he went to Twitter and said Mickey Mouse ass ring and then deleted it. Yeah. And don't get me started on Jay Crowder. He's a joke in and of himself. You know, he always, he's one of those perpetual ch- tough guys. We'll see him with a podcast uh, after he retires as the, as the NBA tough guy. But when he played with LeBron, he was absolutely garbage. But thinks he's a, he thinks he's an all-star when when he uh, whenever he sees uh, the Lakers and a tough guy like I see it. Man, I'm glad the Lakers didn't end up getting CP3. Now that I'm looking at it, that man is fragile as can be. Yeah. Name me one playoffs he wasn't he hasn't been hurt in the past ten years almost. Yeah. You got me on well ten years was yeah, that <laughs> he was held that ten years actually was the year that they uh, took the Lakers to six games. His I think it uh one of his final years in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. I, I think that they took the Lakers to six games. That was the last time he was held. Ten in ten years, like you said. And, and I don't know if it was, it, well, uh, sticking on Chris Paul here real quick, but uh, I personally want to see what he's going to do this offseason. Does he think he's going to pick up that $45 million option and stick with Phoenix? Or does he do what everybody is, is saying, opt out and go play for New York? Because I, I can so see smart. He would opt back in because he's fragile. <laughs> uh, I mean, you opt in, you stay with this core, you get paid. You're probably not going to win a chip <laughs> because you're in the West. You opt out, go to New York. Uh, you, you get with another, you know, somewhat young core. But you still, you know, you got to go through Brooklyn. You still got to go through Milwaukee, Philly. So, I mean, for me, it's a, it's more of a win-win in Phoenix because you go get paid and you, you go be playing competitive ball. But either way, uh, you, you ain't going to get that, uh, that uh, vaunted chip that he's missing unless he uh, wanted him them vet minimums and when uh, latched onto a team. So uh, for me, I think he should stay in Phoenix because you go pick up that option, get that money, and you'll be on a contender. Yeah, uh, yeah, especially uh, what he will be. Uh, see, thirty six. Yeah, 36. so. Six foot point guards don't. It isn't likely there's going to be a huge market for that uh, if, if he opts out. Like I get uh, the talk of 
of going to New York because that's where his uh, old um, uh, agent uh, is running things and they may cut him a deal. But yeah, I, I kind of uh, the same thing is that although Phoenix, if they ain't showing out right now, probably them next year along with uh, Dallas and depending on the healthy Denver are going to be the teams for sure that gives the Lakers some uh, trouble again next year. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. I uh, uh, We'll see how Jamal Murray comes back, but I'm guessing he's going to come back ready to go after that uh, ACL. Uh, but, yeah. you know, the West will be is always thick thick in the mix so it's it's nothing new nothing surprising about the West the thing that I'm not worried about the thing that I'm interested to see in Denver specifically is homeboy um, Michael Porter Jr. Mm -hmm. I see uh, glimpses of him where it's like all right, if this brother ever actually keeps his head on straight for half a second he'd be a problem for somebody he was a problem in high school mm-hmm. a problem, yeah. problem dude is 6'10 he, he reminds me a lot of like a, he gives me KD vibes not vibes. as skinny as KD but he, he gives me KD vibes cause he's big like, he's on like the 6'10 like he's, a, he's right around 6'10 and he can score the ball shoot the ball dribble all of it Jump on you. Well, yeah, I think once they once they give him, you know, some more some more freedom, which it seems like they did this year, I think he'll really, you know, take advantage of that. Yeah, what uh, and what'll be interesting is uh, Denver's got all this money tied up in uh, all these dudes. Is that? Are they going to, because I think if not next year, the year after he becomes extension eligible and if they end up signing him, is it going to be a situation where, all right, that's the team, Murray, Jokic, him, uh, is that good enough uh, for the foreseeable future in the the West to be a team to, to be reckoned with? I tend to think so, because uh, homeboy Jokic uh, at first I was thinking that dude is nothing but uh, I gotta admit after watching him play this year it's like no he's legit so it'll be interesting to see if they if he continues with this but one last thing I wanted to get you guys take on before we uh, bounce up out of here though is are you seeing what uh Milwaukee is doing to Miami and notwithstanding what's happening with uh, what happened last night with what happened tonight with uh, Brooklyn and Boston but we know next round it's going to be Milwaukee and and Brooklyn do you think that Milwaukee will be able to take them out because if they play like this I don't see anything uh, in the east at least getting in Milwaukee's way because I don't like what I've seen from Philly thus far. They 
had trouble putting away a, a two-man team in Washington. <laughs> so really, a no-man team because both of them is hurt. Uh, hurt, yeah. So um, yeah, I think um, Milwaukee. I think Milwaukee will. Um, they'll give Brooklyn a run for their money. I think for I honestly, the East is the their playoffs are pretty boring. The West is. <laughs> pretty boring outside of the Lakers um, like honestly the Lakers are, are carrying these playoffs because there's no series I'm like it's must watch TV I mean, yes so on the drama it's only crazy on the drama right now Yeah, I think uh, I think Milwaukee actually, you know, with the addition of Drew Holiday and uh, PJ Tucker and uh, Bobby Portis, I think that's really upped their toughness. I think that's what they were missing was that that grit and toughness, and yeah. uh, I think that has really added, added an element to them that uh you know is taking them finally maybe over this hump uh you know we assume that they're going to see brooklyn in the next round and uh you know i i i put my money up against uh Giannis and kd and then uh you know matching up with uh drew holiday and uh kyrie and then you know of course yeah. uh, you got me Sorry, brother T. I'm glad you actually brought that up. Because would you stick uh, Drew on Kyrie, or, or would you do what I think they should do is try to focus on taking out Harden? No, that, like not. That's actually what I was gonna say. I was gonna say that they, I would put Drew Holiday on uh, James Harden. Um, yeah. Because really, out of the three. Out of the three, Kyrie is the one that kind of has a tendency to float, and and uh, he he will kind of back off on his offense. And uh, I don't think that uh, Harden or Durant is going to be the one that kind of falls to the background because uh, Harden likes to handle the rock so much that he right. never really fades into the background. So. Uh, out of the three, I think it's uh, Kyrie that more fades into the background. So, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you uh, brought up that point also because I would put uh, Drew Holiday on uh, on uh, James Harden because Middleton is not a uh, he's not a bad defender either. And then mm. they, uh, you know, they have Pat Connaughton over there. They have uh, I think it's Divincenzo also. And, now the thing, he you know, just got hurt, so he's out for the playoffs. That's oh, Divincenzo. Yeah, he tore he, he tore something in his foot. So he's out. Ah, okay. Uh, but uh, you know, uh, they do got other guys that they can throw at uh at Kyrie also. So um, I would go with my best defender on uh, James because if you could get in James's head, because we yeah. see. Yeah, Rondo really gave him issues after the first two games. Rondo was in his head when he picked his pocket a couple times, and James kind of, you know, went by the wayside and, and didn't want no pieces of Rondo after that. So I think if you can, uh, I think if you can 
uh, getting his head, that is a huge key to uh, uh, taking Brooklyn down. Is uh, getting getting James Harden off of his rhythm. Yeah, yeah. I think that I think that is the key, really, because we've we've seen. Granted, it wasn't that much. We've seen like the Katie Kyrie show, and while it's potent, it's not something that it's like, all right, if it, it came down to it, I think that they could definitely uh, get took. But uh, if you got all of them clicking on all cylinders, then yeah, you just got to hope you have a night like what Tatum had tonight. Yeah, and I know he's capable of that. I'm a big-time JT fan, although he's a Celtic. Uh, He's a Kobe protege, but uh, to expect 50 from him every night, uh, yeah. (laughs) We're talking Wilt Wilt numbers here. Yeah. Shoot. I just... uh, I, I was telling uh, my wife tonight, I was like, that's the one Celtic I actually like is Tatum. I was like, the dream is he r- runs out that contract there and he's like, you know what? I'm coming to play for Kobe's team. I'm going <laughs> to be Rick Fox. I got the <laughs> yeah, thing exactly. circles going crazy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shoot. All right, well, it was good talk there. I mean, you guys got anything else you want to hit on real quick before we're out? The basement boys just barely got away. <laughs> it, it, it's like we were saying at the beginning of the show, Dallas a uh, uh, better not mess around and lose the next game because if that happens, I think it's a wrap because yeah, you're going to give those clowns their confidence back. So... Uh, wrap up this game and uh, wrap up uh, game four ha- at home. Otherwise, you in for a seven game series, I think. Because yeah. it, it's all about, uh, I don't know what has happened with Poor Dingus, but if Hardaway doesn't uh, stay hot with, um, with Luca, then you saw what happened, basically. Yeah. Yeah, Luca don't look like Luca didn't learn much from last year. He's still out here acting. Yeah, see uh, Morris and uh, I forget who it was. They were about to get into a fight as the, when the game was over. Yeah, seeing that. No, no, I didn't even see it. Morris and who? Finney. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh yeah, Finney Smith. Small four. He's another uh, well. Mar- both of the Morrises are, you know, they NBA tough guy. So is Finney Smith, the new NBA tough guy. <laughs> Over there, uh, look. I mean, everybody taunts at a bench. I mean, when the dude, uh, granted, he acted like he was shooting a gun at him, but like, hey, give him one, give him that one, but. Come back and just get it back on them. That's all I say. Yeah, absolutely. You still control your own destiny. You, uh, you're up two one in the series. You should win. You should win uh, at least one of these home games, and uh, you should be hoping to wrap it up in six. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
Yeah, it, it'll definitely be a, a interesting the rest of this first round, at least. I, I think that honestly, what they need to do, because seven games to me, at least, is too long for a first round. Why don't they just go back to uh, best of five? Because, uh, and we talked about it on a previous show. Uh, the owners don't want to give up that money, but seven games is just—I mean, four games to win in, in these first rounds is way too long. Because these playoffs ain't going to be done till July, and we ain't even in June. Well, we're about to be—we're not even in June yet. So that's crazy. Yeah, you know, I never, I never like seven games the first round. It, it would, it would make it uh, much more interesting if, if it was a five game uh, series. But you know, you know the NBA and none of these leagues that go give back any game revenue. So, well, yep. All right, fellas. Uh, shoot, uh, I, I. And making it a point to, I actually have gotten the bare bones of the uh, Instagram page designed right now, and I'll, that'll be my focus on Sunday. So hopefully, it'll be live for everybody to see, and you can send your messages there, not to me directly anymore, everyone. So let's get that straight. <laughs> <laughs> so. And look out for that. I'll make sure to have that uh, posted, uh, a link posted to that in the in the uh, description of this show. But uh, guys, got anything else you want to say? Uh, signing off here today. Nope. Just hope that everybody has a great uh, week, great holiday, uh, three day weekend, and uh, just love everybody. Yes, sir. Alright, uh, so for Niall Z, oh, shoot, for, uh, for our brother Aaron uh, from earlier, for brother True, uh, DJ, brother T, this is Niall Z. We are signing out. We will talk to you guys next week. And like we always say, we're going to just keep getting better and better at this. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Everybody have a good weekend. Peace. Yeah, you as well. Later, later, later.